Hello, everybody. My name is Bill Hoy, and I'm an independent researcher, and I'm going to be talking about natural law. I'm going to be presenting different episodes that's going to cover different parts of what natural law is and how it's so important for us to understand this. I have a natural law video presentation that is uh, available for anybody to watch on both BitChute and Minds at bhoy333, that's B-H-O-E-Y-333. I also have some videos on YouTube, uh, the channel What in the World's Going On 1, that's What in the World is Going On, question mark, and number one. Not that much into YouTube these days, but I still try to still trying to promote my natural law presentation, video presentation. Now I'm going to be covering natural law here on different episodes, and I'm going to go over my uh, my video was a longer version of my presentation, about two and a half hours, and this is going to be an even more in-depth coverage of each slide on my natural law PowerPoint presentation, which is what I read for for my video, and I'm going to be reading from it for uh, these podcasts. And I am on the my top topic is natural law. I'm on the in the philosophy genre, and it is definitely philosophy. This is this is uh, infinite wisdom, infinite wisdom. Um. So. Going to talk about natural law. It's the key to unlocking freedom and the preservation of the rest of life support system. And folks, it's the answer to all our problems in this world is natural law. Knowing and understanding natural law and living in accordance with it. And this is not a religion, it's not a belief system, I'm not guessing. It's factual, it's universal laws. I'm going to go through all this. I'm going to break this down. And I'm not, not a member of any church. All right. We'll pause for that little break. Sorry about that. Natural law is... It's the laws of human behavior and behavior of all beings of higher capability and intelligence in the universe. This is our key to survival. And so many people talk about, you know, people want to try to figure out what's wrong in the world. And, and this is the centerpiece. It's because people don't know and understand morality. And we've, I'm from America, New Jersey. And, you know, the whole world for that matter. But we here in America have become incre just an incredibly immoral society. As far as people thinking that, you know, we're more enlightened than we were 
back in the 1700s with the destruction of the Native Americans and the slavery. Not much. Not much, folks. Not much more awakened. Not much more awakened than, than then. I mean, that's that's how bad our situation is. And this this is a solution, folks. There's so many people just want to talk about the problems. And then everybody thinks, well, we'll just vote in another politician. That'll solve things. Never does. Never will. Never will. Government is a belief system. It's a superstition. It's, it's, it's a construct in our minds. All, you know, these government people, all they are, that's all they are. They're, they're just people. They don't have special powers. They don't have any special powers granted them by any higher authority and none of that stuff. That's all nonsense. It's all nonsense, folks. This natural law is the solution. And unfortunately, we've come very far down the road of immorality and I don't, I don't know if we can ever live and adhere to this because people wouldn't know what to do with themselves without a human ruling class. And people just are so unbelievably, appallingly ignorant. It's, it's ignorance to the point of just, just, just disgusting how unbelievably ignorant we are. I mean, people don't even, I'll give an example of the, the amount of ignorance. How can I best say it? Let's say Black Lives Matter, right? Many people think, oh, okay, Black Lives Matter, they're, they want to make things better in this country. I mean, I don't, I don't ever hear Black Lives Matter talking about what happens to Black lives in Africa and stuff like that. But anyway, there's a lot going on there. I just want to stay on this point. I don't want to get too much into Black Lives Matter. My point is this. Many people think, oh, great, you know, that they're, they're, trying, to, they're trying to fight against racism. But the problem is to even refer to a person by a color shows just how unbelievably ignorant we all are because there's no such thing as black people and white people folks are you smarter than a fifth grader look up the fifth grade science textbook there's only one human species when these people say oh we're you know, we're fighting for the betterment of black people. They don't realize to even refer to people as black people shows that they're ignorant beyond ignorant. And they're in a, in a sense racist themselves, but there's really no such thing as race. There really is no such thing as racism because there's only one human race. It's really just hatred. That's what it is. Hatred of self. Self-loathing, lots of self-loathing, lots of cognitive dissonance, Stockholm syndrome, 
So there you have it, folks. That's how unbelievably appallingly ignorant our society is to even refer to people as black people, white people, shows that they're spiritually dead inside and they have no concept of the fact that there's only one human race. And people will fight that till the to the end. And people will say, no, definitely black people and white people are different. And they will construct a society accordingly. But guess what, folks? This is where natural law comes in because natural law can be a great thing, but it can also be a very bad thing. Because if we don't follow natural law, we're going to get the consequences. Natural law is in effect whether people acknowledge it or not, and we're going to go over that. I'm going to cover that. I'm going to cover that in detail. And just because we say, you know what, we're just going to say that there's such a thing as black people and white people and that there are different races. There's subspecies of humans, which is completely, absolutely made up. Social Darwinism, Darwinism, all that stuff. Even Darwin criticized his own theory and just said it was a theory and people took that and ran with it. So people can construct their society to reflect their beliefs, but Natural law is in effect. Natural law is a universal law. I'm going to go into this. I'm going to cover this. I'm going to cover this in detail. And that was just one little caricature. Actually, not a caricature. Caricature is like a portrait. No, it's kind of like a portrait. But, um, it's that's an example of just how ignorant of a society we all are and what and what makes it worse is and what makes us so unbelievable unbelievably appallingly ignorant is that all the information for us to learn the truth is all at our fingertips on these computers for now that's going to change, I'm sure. They're going to try. They're going to try to shut down all the sending information. They're going to try. And we need to start learning and understanding natural law. That's how we get out of this. And unfortunately, we're so unbelievably, appallingly ignorant. And We've been so dumbed down to almost where we are like animals. Most people wouldn't know what to do without a human ruling class. It wouldn't be able to function. It would be a form of chaos. Yeah, it would. It would. People say, well, we have to have human rulership because it would just be all kinds of unorganized, massive violence and 
crimes going on everywhere and stuff like that, which is what we have now. But we have centralized violence, legitimized violence, the monopoly of violence, what people call government. And it would be because I'm sure there would be a lot of that because, and we're going to start seeing that, I think. But because people just don't know and understand morality. They don't know and understand natural law. And we teach our children obedience as a virtue instead of teaching them natural law. And when children are taught obedience as a virtue, and then that's reinforced in all these cultural institutions, public schools and churches, that's when you get holocausts, like what happened in Nazi Germany and the, the genocide of the Soviet Union in Mao Zedong's China. And genocides are still continuing in the world today. And it's because people don't know and understand natural law and, and people are not being, kids are not being parented properly and taught how to think morally, truly morally. Not the bogus, once again, you know, these churches, these religions, which is what natural law is not, like I said, teach this bogus morality. You know, that ingesting a substance into your body is, is immoral. Baloney, man. Baloney. Absolutely not. We're going to get into that. We're going to get into that. Um, that talking about how a, a woman having sex for money is an immoral activity. Not absolutely furthest thing from the truth. Furthest thing from the truth. These are all false morals. They're not objective. They're subjective. And natural law is objective. That's what brings true order to this world. Natural law. And unfortunately, when we don't follow natural law, we're going to get violence, chaos, and slavery. And I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about how that works mathematically. It's simple. It's really actually simple numbers, folks. It's really quite simple. It's really quite simple. So, my name, once again, is Bill Hoy. This is going to, I'm going to start my podcast series. I'm new to the podcasting, so I don't know how these episodes are going to work out in the beginning. It might be a little rocky of a road, but I'm going to get things together, and I think I'll start smoothing it out. So I'll start here. Uh, natural law, the key to unlocking freedom and the preservation of Earth's life support systems. And I just want to once again mention that. People think that freedom and the environment are two separate things, you know, people, you know, so many things in our societies and our human constructed laws create dialectics and divide and conquer strategies and, and freedom and the environment are both the same. I'm going to cover that. I'm going to cover all this. But first, we're going to start with, hold on one second. All right, I'm back. Um... We're going to be 
talking about this quote from Y. Sander Spooner from his book, The Unconstitutionality of Slavery, is where I first learned about natural law. And Spooner's quote goes like this, the very idea of law originates in men's, humans, I, I'll add humans, Spooner just puts men's, this is from the, you know, uh, 18th, 19th century here, so... So once again, the very idea of law originates in men's natural rights, humans' natural rights, I put in there. There is no other standard than natural rights by which civil law can be measured. Law has always been the name of that rule or principle of justice which protects those rights. Thus, we speak of natural law. Once again, Lysander Spooner. Lysander Spooner, folks. And this is uh, one of my favorite quotes out there because it really shows it shows natural law at its core at its center core which is I'll, I'll go into it again the very idea of law originates in human natural rights that's where law comes from folks law comes from our natural rights law doesn't come from whims and and the whims and, and and desires and preferences of humans that's not objective natural natural rights natural rights are objective not subjective the very idea of law originates in men's natural rights that's natural law, folks. There is no other standard than natural rights by which civil law can be measured. Natural law is the only standard. And the real truth is civil law, human-made laws, don't even have to be written down if we know and understand natural law. But Civil laws, human laws, should, if they don't, if they're not congruent with natural law, they're a law that nobody has any obligation to follow. And that's a big one, because when I was a kid, like most of us, I was taught that, you know, the law is the law, human laws are the law, and, you know, even if we don't think it's right, we still have to follow it, and we petition the, 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 the entity of government to try to change those laws, but as long as they're laws, we must follow them, and that's, that's, that's obedience as a virtue, and that is wrong, folks. That is wrong. There is no other standard than natural rights. If it doesn't, if it's not in, if a law is not congruent with natural rights, nobody has any obligation, and really, it's our duty to not follow it. It's our duty to the laws of nature to not follow it. See, folks, natural laws is is comes with responsibilities as well. 
you got to put your big you, you got to put your big boy and big girl pants on to start following natural law and living not following but understanding and living your life in accordance with natural law got to put your big boy and big girl pants on so something can be legal taxation by the the supposed entity called government but it's not more taxation is theft it's robbery it's extortion it's a claim of ownership on someone's time and time spent and resources energy energy expended and and a person's financial resources or other resources And taxation is a clear ownership of, of, of our bodies. That's, a, that's clear ownership of our bodies. And once again, people may say, well, I like paying my taxes. And you know what? Natural law is still in effect. Natural law is still in effect. And the more we, the more we, accept taxation the more we're going to move into slavery and just because something's legal does not mean it's moral and there is absolutely nothing moral about taxation and you have all these churches and these cultural religions that tell people to you know be a good little taxpayer and Obey your government and all that nonsense that the Flavian emperors put in the Bible, Constantine put in the Bible and stuff. And that is total, total garbage. Because there is no other standard than natural rights by which civil law can be measured. Civil law, taxation, measured against natural rights, doesn't measure up. We have no... There is no need for us to abide by that, and we it's our duty to not abide by those laws. And that's another thing, folks. So many people say, oh my God, well, if there was no taxes, our whole society would fall apart. And yeah, it probably would. I mean... The centralized federal government system runs off printed money. It's, that's its lifeblood, printed money and other forms of currency, oil, children, sick stuff. But local governments mostly run off taxation, your county and, and, and local governments. And yeah, without taxation, yeah, sure more than likely there would be whole entire infrastructures will collapse. But natural law is still in effect and we're going to get the condition of slavery if we don't follow natural law. And that is following natural law would be to not pay taxes and refuse. 
It's happened before in this country, folks. Remember the Revol well, you know, remember reading about the Revolutionary War? Remember that? How far away we've gotten away from that concept, huh? Amazing. Amazing. So something can be legal but immoral, and so something can also be illegal and moral. Like I touched on a little bit earlier, drug laws. Ingesting a substance into ingesting a substance into our bodies and having a substance on our person and distributing a substance to another willing person, preferably an adult, is a natural right. That's my preference, preferably an adult, but it's a natural right. And just because those activities are illegal does not mean they're immoral and that law should not be followed and we have a duty to not follow that. Not just do we, do we not have to follow it, but we have a duty to not follow those immoral laws. So something can be legal and immoral and illegal and moral. That's, that's why civil law is not measured against up to natural rights. And even a civil law that measures up to natural rights is redundant. Laws against murder. They're redundant because we humans don't need to write those down and claim them as human laws, civil laws, because murder is inherently immoral and wrong. And right and wrong is a big one, folks. I'm going to be talking about that more in my natural law podcasts. Right and wrong... It is very big because a lot of people will try to be wishy-washy about right and wrong saying, well, you know what, this is the right thing to do, but it's not, it's not something that's really going to work out for me. Uh, one example would be with this, all this, what they're calling the coronavirus stuff. You have a lot of doctors and then are speaking out, but a lot more need to speak out. But most of these doctors in their hearts know that it's right to speak out about all the horrendous mismanagement. And I mean, I'll just say mismanagement just to say it very, very lightly. I mean, that's an understatement. But of this situation, what they're calling a pandemic. And. It's right for many of these other doctors who aren't speaking out to speak out, but the way they see it is it's not, it's not beneficial to them because they lose their maybe grant money or their license or their paycheck. And that's where right and wrong, once again, are objective. Just because certain doctors say, well, we're not going to, speak out because, man, you know, I got kids. 
I'm going to lose my job, lose my license, won't be able to practice anymore. That's how bad it is, folks. But they're still wrong. It's still incorrect. If they know that harm is being done to people from, from the methods of handling a situation, to say it lightly, is, are being carried out, it's right for them, it's the correct for them to speak up under natural law. But under human laws, under under the their can I best say this? Right is always right, it's correct. It's like you get you get a math problem correct. It's correct. And under natural law. That's a correct action, and but people are not taking correct actions because they're looking at it, at it from a, a standpoint of human-created constructs and they're not looking at it from a standpoint of natural rights. So I'm going to have to get more into that. Talk about Richard Weatherall's book, Right as Might. He, he talks about that a lot. We'll, we'll get more into that as the series, in fact, I might, we'll get to that. I think we're going to get to that as I move on. So I do want to touch on that because it's very important. Very important. So something can be legal and immoral, illegal, immoral, civil laws that don't measure up to natural rights. And people believe that these laws that, you know, they, they shape their moral compass around these laws. And that's not measuring up to natural law. And that's why we're in the situation we're in. Law has always been the name of that rule or principle of justice, which protects those rights. Thus, we speak of natural law. The only laws out there are is natural law, folks. All human laws don't exist true in nature. And once again, if they're congruent with the natural laws like murder, they're redundant. And this is what we need to start to understand. And many people would you know, say, oh, he's, he's anti-government. I'm not anti-government, folks. I'm not. See, once again, beware of all these dialectics that they try to put people in. Anti-this, pro-that. All that stuff, folks. If I'm anti-anything, folks, I'm anti-violence. I'm anti-initiating violence. And I'm pro-natural law. And that's objective. That's objective. I'm not anti-government. 
because being anti-government acknowledges that government's legitimate, and it's not. The very idea of law originates in men's natural rights. There's no other standard. Law has always been the name of that principle or of justice. That's natural law. Natural law. Natural law has always been the name of that rule or principle of justice which protects those rights. Thus we speak of natural law. That's what the difference is between human laws and natural laws are. Natural laws are backed by universal, factual, objective morality, objective science, objective mathematics. This is not a belief system, folks. This is not a belief system. Not trying to start a church. This is absolute facts. We don't need to congregate in congregations to be able to live our lives according to this. This all starts in the individual. And natural law, the foundation is backed by the natural laws of nature, which Whether followed or not followed, the, cons the consequences or results, when they're followed, the results come naturally with that freedom. And when they're not followed, the consequences come naturally with that slavery, violence, chaos. All those good, wonderful things that we're experiencing now. And you know, it's amazing, folks. And I'm going to get into this. I mean, you look at how different just here in America our society is within the last seven months. And you got people who still think we're free. It's unbelievable. I mean, first thing, we're always free. We all have free will. But we're not acting on it. So we're really not free. If you don't act on your free will, you're really not free. My goodness, look at what we're doing. And everybody, oh, it's it's the it's the politicians. No, it's not. It's us. It's it's the enforcers. And we're gonna get into all that. We're gonna talk a lot about how the rulers that shouldn't be in our world rule from from a pyramid structure of on a need-to-know basis. It's like I was in a death cult of the military, like in like in the military. You know, the generals know everything, and then that reduces as you go down the chain all the way down to the grunt that knows nothing but just to follow their orders. And these rulers of the world, once again, only because we let them, are you know, the top are mostly a priest class from the Vatican, Jerusalem. Uh, Look at the United States connection, deep connection to Israel and Jerusalem, and of course Mecca as well. And then that gets passed down to the royals, royal families. Uh, that gets passed down to 
banking cartels and other higher-up corporations and think tanks, organizations like the CFR and the, the individuals that meet at Davos and down to politicians and their bloodlines. Um, other philanthropists and billionaires, you know, like Bill Gates, and, and then all the way down to the average citizen, all the way down to the police, the military, all the way down to the average citizen. And these people use violence to back their laws. See, human-made laws are not backed by the standard of natural rights. They're not backed by the standard of natural rights. They're backed by violence. That's what it is. It's when you strip the, peel the onion all the way down, it's comply or die. Natural law is different. Natural law is backed by true universal laws of behavior. And it's also our natural law rights in a true good world would be backed up and defended by us physically in the 3D realm here on earth because in order for us to live in freedom we must follow natural law as best we can the majority of the society should be living in accordance with natural law as best they can no one's perfect that's another thing we're going to get to that only the creator's perfect folks but When we, if we, let's say we're in a society that's following natural law, we're going, we're, we're moral, and then another group of individuals in a society want to commit our society and engage in violence against us. It's up to us to uphold those natural rights and allow that freedom to stand. It's up to us to use physical force, not violence, force, it's defensive force, to protect those rights and continue the natural laws of nature working in our favor. We're most definitely not doing that. I mean, once again, I'll keep reminding, just look at, you know, just, the, I mean, the world for that matter, but just, you know, I'm from America, so I'll be mostly speaking about America. Just look at, you know, what's going on here in America within the past seven months. And what are people worried about? Whether there's going to be a football season? Really? You don't think we're going to slide into total slavery? We're already totally enslaved anyway? You know, going back to 
civil law being measured up to natural rights, the drug laws. Because drug laws are a claim of ownership on our bodies, folks. And it's all about the enforcement. Order followers enforcing these laws. Remember, the police and military. Without them, the whole thing falls apart. Need enforcers. But the enforcement of these laws that tell us what we cannot put into our bodies and have on our person. And once we allow that to happen, the natural laws of the universe will kick in and we will get slavery. And then the next step is, which we're right, we're at, we're at it now, telling us what we have to put on our bodies, masks, and next step is going to be what we have to put into our bodies, these vaccines, mandatory vaccines. And that's natural law at work, folks. Natural law works whether you're following it or not. We're not following natural law. We're not measuring our civil law up to natural rights. Many of these Man, mandates aren't even laws. They're just, they're just the orders. Somebody barking, somebody barking, these governors barking out orders. Not even going through the democratic process, which, you know, democracy is a sham anyway, but at least, you know, a, a society that's democratic, at least your tyranny, your movement towards tyranny will be, will be slower, more difficult towards absolute power to become an absolute power. But I mean, you can observe it and see it. And we're gonna, I'm gonna talk about that. I'm gonna talk about when I cover observing. So I think I've covered this pretty good. I think I've covered Lysander Spooner's quote here. And I think I'm going to move on. Move on to my next slide. What is natural law? This is my definition. Is the, it is a set of inherent, universal, immutable, unalienable birthrights that are endowed to humans by creation. These laws are a set of observable, remember I was talking about that with our society, observable, discoverable rules that beings of, with higher capability intelligence, higher capability of intelligence, are required to live by in order to ensure the freedom and maintain their life support systems necessary for survival of that species. And that's my definition. And that's, it encompasses all in one, man. Freedom and the environment are mutually exclusive. They're 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 exclusive. They're they're, they're together. They're, they're not mutually exclusive. I'm sorry. I, I'm I, I'm incorrect. They're they're one together. They're not they're not separate from each other. That would be mutually exclusive. I made a mistake there. Um, they are 
together. They are one in each other. We better start understanding that real fast. I'm going to get into that. I'm going to get into that. Let me see something. Yeah, okay. Right. Yeah, I said that wrong. That's what many people think. Many people think that freedom and the environment are mutually exclusive. They're not. I said that. I said that wrong. They are not mutually exclusive. So, the first part of my definition, inherent, universal, immutable, and alien birth, birth rights endowed by creation, a lot of that is in the American Declaration of Independence and also the American Preamble to the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. So a lot of that, though, a lot of those concepts is what our country was founded on, folks. Say what you want about what was going on at the time. Yeah, there was slavery. Yeah, there was destruction of the Native Americans. And I'm not an advocate for any of that. And I'm still... I still say say to this day that we should have stuck with the Declaration of Independence and as a society becomes more moral, it will become more free. And we will, if we would have stuck with the Declaration and stayed away from the Constitution and human-made laws and all those contradictions and all that stuff, we could have stuck with the Declaration and yeah, we would have had stuff to work on and we would have become more free. We would start understanding that you know slavery is an abhorred practice and we would have started to understand and 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 be conscious of our life support systems and our fellow uh, americans the native americans on this this land and really those are the real americans folks the native americans are the real americans we anglo-saxons we invaded this country our ancestor, Anglo our Anglo ancestors invaded this country. But if we could have stuck with the Declaration of Independence, once again, as a society becomes more moral, it will become more free. And we would have just moved up in enlightenment and we would have worked on the Declaration and we would have gotten it all the way to where we would have been living in accordance with natural law and completely free today. You got to start somewhere, folks. You got to start somewhere. And that's what a lot of people just try to say, oh, that was all baloney. They were slave owners and they were destroying the Native Americans. Any excuse, any excuse to stay a slave, any excuse to stay a slave. Well, guess what? You're getting what we're getting what we deserve. Because, yes, they, you know, the, the men who wrote the Declaration of Independence, a lot of them were slave owners and they were contributing to the destruction of Native Americans and, and also, even back then, folks, uh, Benjamin Franklin uh, noted um, the, the changing, the negative changes in the environment around D.C. with the draining of the swamps and stuff like that. You know? And we, we could have we got to start somewhere, folks. Got to start somewhere. Look at where we are now. Do you think we're much more enlightened now than when we were at the Declaration of Independence? We're, we're less enlightened. 
There's tons of slavery going on. First thing, we're all slaves. We're all slaves. Wearing our masks and getting ready to start having vaccines shoved in us. We're all slaves. We're gonna be we're gonna be inoculated like animals. We don't we don't own our bodies, drug laws, please. We're just as much as slaves as the there were back then. Look at all the sweatshops that all of our American corporations are involved in. Native Americans and their land are still being destroyed today. Um, people with human beings with different color, darker skin shades are still being genocided today. And Americans are a part of that. We Americans are genociding the Middle East. We're destroying the environment. Don't believe me? Look it up, folks. The first Gulf slaughter war. Um, U.S. Special Forces set fires to those oil wells. The environmental damage was, was beyond comprehension. We're, not, we're, we're less enlightened than we were back then with all the horrible slavery that was going on and the destruction to the, the land and the Native Americans. But let's just stay slaves because they weren't perfect back then. Looking for someone who's perfect. Why don't you take a look in the mirror? Why don't you take a look in the mirror? Look at this monetary system. You want to talk about slavery. Just the normal daily rigors of our work week and paying bills and mortgages and all that's all slavery we're way more enslaved all of us than we were back then it's just not just not people with the dark skin that are all out enslaved it's we're all enslaved and and people with darker skin are still being genocided and enslaved you don't think so i'm from new jersey any of you listen to this if you're from New Jersey, uh, Philadelphia area, take a ride down Lancaster, Lancaster Avenue in Philadelphia. Let me tell you something. That's probably the most, that's probably one of the poorest areas in the world. Take a ride down Lancaster Avenue if you, if you have the courage. It's a nightmare. And you think things are better now than they were back during the days of the Declaration of Independence? And we should just say, forget it. Let's just forget all that because, you know, they weren't perfect back then. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a worshiper of the founding fathers at all. They're just people. They were very flawed, incredibly flawed. Um, I think I'm more enlightened than them. Um, I, I, you know, and I, I'm not making excuses for it. I was saying we, we gotta, we gotta start somewhere, man. And in, from my, in my opinion right now, we're starting much further behind than, 
the way the world was with the with the founders of, of America. So in the next my next podcast I'll get into I'll break down inherent universal mutable unalienable birthrights endowed by creation. Maybe I'll get to Oh, how it's natural laws, observable, discoverable. And of course, talk about how these laws only apply to beings of higher capability intelligence, which <laughs> we have the high, we have the, the capability for higher intelligence, but we are not using it. We are a dumbed down animal species. Boy, I tell you, I could just imagine beings from other planets visiting here and just looking at us beings and just looking at each other just like what are these beings doing to themselves they are destroying themselves what is wrong with these beings and you know what actually they'll probably they'll probably know what's wrong they'll be like these idiots don't follow natural law they don't know about natural law. We're going to get into that. Universal. Universal. Immutable. We're going to get into that. We're talking a little bit about immutable with Spooner's quote there. Go back to that. I'll touch a little bit about that. The beings from other, from other worlds, I'm sure if they're advanced enough to, to travel from world to world like that, <clears throat> I'm sure they've mastered natural law. So they'll be like, these idiots don't follow natural law. These people don't know how to follow natural law. It's simple. We're just going to completely destroy ourselves and our whole entire world and take everything down with us. It's crazy. Going to get into, you know, needing to live by natural law to ensure the freedom and maintain our life support systems necessary for the survival of our species. We're not doing that at all, folks. I mean, it's really depressing. It's really depressing. I'm trying to get the word out. Because we really need to understand this. We're... In order to survive, beings with the capability for higher intelligence, we're not... We're not... We're not accessing those capabilities because we're too busy watching that stupid television the idiot box dumbing us down with all the political theater and the stupid sports and i mean look you want to watch sports go ahead but uh, right i really i can't get into a football game you know considering the circumstances you know hard to get into the outcome of a football game um I mean, we have the capability for higher intelligence, but we don't use it at all. 
Let me tell you something, folks. You don't think that's done purposely, all these cultural institutions, television, schools, all trying, all trying to stunt our capability to access our higher, our, our intelligence, true intelligence, not just intellect, not just being, you know, some knowing how to solve math problems, advanced math problems, knowing how those math problems apply in real life, how they apply spiritually and, and truly scientifically, not the baloney science that, you know, where we're told what science is, you know, these kids in these schools go to do a science experiment and they're told what the experiment is, they're told how to conduct it, and they're told what the results are supposed to be. That's not discovering anything. We're going to talk about that in discovery. Talk about that in, in discovery. Just totally dumbed down. I mean, the capabilities of our minds are, and our imagination are just, just so so amazing but we're all just loaded in fear you know we're all just loaded we're just live in fear and these controllers that i talked about earlier in the podcast they're like psychological sorcerers and they know they they know and understand human primal fears and they know how to manipulate us they know more about our psychology read edward bernays propaganda book by edward bernays propaganda you know, we're all being marketed to. They know more about how our minds work than we do. And when someone knows more about your mind, about how your mind works when you do, they're gonna do they're gonna do a number on it. I mean, people are so unbelievably stupid, and I used to be one of these stupid people. So you know, I'm trying to be as you know understanding as I can. We're running out of time now, folks. We're running out of time. But and we're being manipulated on a mass scale. And we're being dumbed down massively. And it's like I'm, you know, made the point earlier with the Black Lives Matter thing and not even just picking on Black Lives Matter, just making a point. And the truth is, one researcher I heard say on one of his uh, shows, he said, uh, when it comes to government, no lives matter. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? I mean, read R.J. Reynolds' book, Death by Government. Look into the U.S. ventures in the Middle East. You, know, you think government cares about lives. And I'm talking about not just the lives of, of the so-called enemies in the Middle East, talking about America here, but... Uh, our own soldiers. Oh, telephone. Let's see who that is. Oh, courtesy care notice for me, folks. Lucky me. But we're going to be wrapping it up here. That's going to be it for this week's episode of Natural Law. Uh, I can only hope people want to start looking into this. Can only hope. So we'll be uh 
Till next week's show. Good luck, everybody.